Welcome to Precure Podcast Engaged, the podcast where we try to watch the entire Precure franchise. I am Charlie, your fairy partner, Chifo. And I am Protector of the Light, Cure Cassidy. And today we are watching episode 44 for Taiwa. I couldn't be happier, Naisa's White Christmas. Also known as a holiday visitor. I guess, I guess there was a holiday visitor. The, the English title is not wrong. Mmm... I think it is wrong. You don't think he counts as a visitor? Well, he doesn't visit. He, like, <laughs> gives a phone call. <laughs> is, that, is that a phone call if you manifest on the void for, like, a short bit? Yeah, that's what a phone call is. When I read Holiday Visitor, I re- I legitimately thought we were going to see Santa Claus. <laughs> you know what? That would have been... I feel like that would have fit in with the vibe of the show. Having actual mm-hmm. Santa Claus show up. I don't know if we've ever had Santa Claus show up in the other seasons. Not as far as I know. But if it did happen, I wouldn't be surprised. When we we will we will get there, but when uh Poland says that uh Santa Claus is actually a young boy, I'm like, what does Poland know that we don't about Santa Claus? What is what is there an actual Santa Claus in the field of light? Like, what's going on? I don't know because like the way uh, Meeple talks about it uh, makes me think that I just assumed that Christmas was also a thing on the field of light. I guess it's hard to say, like, what is and isn't something that goes on in the Field of Light. Like, we don't know that much about the Field of Light. But before we get there, because this happens pretty quickly that we get stuff about Christmas. We start the episode looking in the, through a window at uh, Naisa with like, her family. I guess they're they're probably eating dinner. And her family's worried because she doesn't have enough Energy, as she usually does. And they ask if she has a cold, but no. But then we cut over to the more important part of this scene, where Meeple and Poland are in Nagisa's room. And we get to meet new one of those card people. Card fairies. Mm-hmm. I think this fairy is called Special. And apparently, she can grant wishes. <laughs> yeah, she's a Jirachi. Why haven't they ever used her before? Is it only because Poland can, like... I mean, I don't know. Like what's the extent? Well, I would assume it only works for Poland. Otherwise, Mep- uh, Meeple would have uh, made the wish himself and not got mad at Poland for doing it wrong. Yes, this baby is just so powerful. He can also use a wish card. Yeah, and make an infinite number of tiny reindeer. <laughs> yes, because Meeple wants to do something nice for Naisa. So they, he wants to try and like set up like this romantic moment between her and Fuji P. So he wants Poland to like make a wish, like, and get her into the Christmas spirit. He like shows a picture book of like reindeer and Santa and snow. 
So his first wish is it does manifest a bunch of little reindeer in the room. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Meeple gets very bad about this because that's not what they want. And then Poland tries again. And this time <laughs> it's a bunch of little Santas. Yeah. <laughs> it's very good. Uh, and Meeple says it's not romantic enough. No. I mean, a bunch of little Santas dancing around doesn't feel romantic, you know? It depends on the dance, really. <laughs> Would that get you into the Christmas spirit, Cassidy? If I saw a Santa doing a dance, I'd probably get into the Christmas spirit, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So it's it's November first. It's it's too early for Christmas spirit. Yes, we're watching this episode way too early. You can only listen to this episode on Christmas. I'm sorry, everyone who's gonna see it in their feed next week, or I mean, if you're listening to this, it's not next week. It's now because you have no way of hearing my voice before we post the episode. <laughs> if you're listening now, just wait. Save this episode for Christmas. Uh, I'm sure whatever we say won't have any bearing on the next episode. Yeah, it's pretty much normal. (laughs) So after the opening, we cut to Nagisa's room again, and Nagisa's writing in the journal. So at first, when, like, she's writing, you can't really see any words, and I'm like, did they just not animate her writing? But that's actually not what's happening, because you can't see it. Without the little, like, there's, like, this little, like, light that Poland and Meeple shine on to it so that they can read what she has written. I forgot that it's a secret journal that only pretty cures can read unless you have the light. Yeah, the light of creation. <laughs> uh, she's talking about, she's giving the recap about last episode how... Yue had all this courage to give that boy a present, and now she's such a coward. Uh, tomorrow is Christmas Eve, as we learn, and he's gonna get a ton of presents. So why not give him a present, you know? They want to turn into Santa and be able to give her a special present to give to him. Question. Yes. Is it actually Christmas? So, what we learned from the end of this episode, it is Christmas Eve. Because, like, they they say it's like, oh, it's the Christmas school function. It's Christmas. I understand that, yes, it would be indeed around Christmas time. It just seems strange to have a bunch of kids show up at school on Christmas. I think, I think what, I think one of them says at the end of the episode that it's Christmas Eve. Mm. So it's not Christmas, it's Christmas Eve. Okay. So when we first see all this Christmas stuff, I did think like, oh, are they bringing Christmas into fall or something? But no, it is almost Christmas. Yeah, no, that part I understood. And like, I was like, yeah, it makes sense to be like almost Christmas. I just didn't know how exactly close to Christmas it would be. Yeah, I guess they mention it now that uh, tomorrow is Christmas Eve. And then they mention at the end of the episode, I think it's Honoka who says... This has been a pretty good Christmas Eve, so. Hmm. So this is the scene where we get uh, Poland saying that Santa is a, a young child, like a young child is going to appear to give a gift. Yeah. 
And Meeple's like, no, that doesn't make any sense. It's either Meeple or Nagisa. I didn't write down which one. I mean, they're both pretty much like, what? Huh? Yeah. Like, Santa's always been an old man. And Poland seems very confused about this. And I'm like... That's not true. He was like a young 20-something ginger at one point and animated out of clay. <laughs> you know, with Burger Meister Meister Burger. Yes. Gosh. I used to watch those Christmas specials all the time. He befriended like an ice wizard. Yeah. Although it's the same movies with Heat Meister and... What's the other one called? No, okay, so the one that I'm talking about now, I believe a Santa Claus is coming to town. The one you're talking about is the year without a Santa Claus. Okay. Listen, they have... Aren't they, like, the same kind of, like... I think it's the same company. Okay. Listen, all those Christmas movies blur together in my mind. Because, like, you would watch, like, the same one, like, every year. And they just kind of fade together. So yes, Poland's talking about how Santa is a baby. <laughs> and everyone's like, hey, no, he's a- he's like been an old man for years. I don't know what you're talking about, Poland. And I'm like, does Poland have some like forbidden Santa lore that he knows? Santa is born again every year. <laughs> no, that's in... I was going to say that's a New Year's baby, but that's not true. Yeah, it is. Baby New Year is a baby every year. Oh, okay. I just... Well, actually, no, I think Baby New Year is the replacement for the old year. So there's a new Baby New Year every year. It's not the same Baby New Year being reborn. Does he just get, like, old by the end of the year? Does he, like, age a day? Yeah. Uh, listen, I don't remember a lot about that movie. I just remember that he's a baby. <laughs> well, that wasn't really the movie that I was referencing. But yes, there is a movie that has that in it with Rudolph. Well, is there, like, actual, like, folklore about Baby New Year? I mean, there's actual folklore about Santa Claus. <laughs> I just never knew, like, there was actually, like, huh. I'm pretty sure there is. I mean, I don't think anything I said was true. <laughs> I think I was making up most of it. Um, <laughs> but maybe it is true. <laughs> well, you could have convinced me that it was true. Cause I-, I did convince you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> How could you, Cassidy? How could you trick me like this? Uh, anyways. <laughs> is making... Nagisa is making some chocolate in the kitchen. That is going to be her gift for Fuji P. Uh, and then some fucked up shit happens. <laughs> this scene is so weird. The Jack King just starts, like, screaming. And we see, like, the ground in the Dezuku zone start to, like, fracture and break apart like there's an earthquake. And I thought at first this other world that we see that's getting destroyed, I thought that was the field of light getting re-destroyed by the Dezuku zone. Because we see, we got to Senior and the Queen talking. Yeah, no, I extremely thought this was, like, uh... About the world is about to explode, and because the, the queen says something and then doesn't explain anything, <laughs> no. <laughs> and then the ground outside explodes. Yeah, but this is not the field of light that's being redestroyed. It is, in fact, some other world that just gets like obliterated by the Jakku King. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. 
It's like a million voices all cried out at once and were suddenly silenced. <laughs> uh, we see the trio. They are standing up on a ledge. The Jakku King is fighting against the power of ni- annihilation inside his body. And eventually everything will fall prey to the Jakku King. He's going to destroy everything by screaming real loud, I guess, and causing earthquakes. Mm-hmm. I do not like listening to him scream. It was very weird. Wow. <laughs> uh, he then speaks to them again and says to get the power of creation back there just for him. He threatens them with death like, listen, this power of creation's just for me. If you fuck up, you will be destroyed. And we cut to the mansion where they have another talk, a post-Jakku King talk, where they're like, does he know what we're doing? I would have to say yes, he probably does if he keeps threatening them with death and reminding them, like, who he is, but the Jakku King doesn't really say too much, so. Yeah. One of them mentions that uh, if they just go along with the Jakku King... They will have eternal life. I think it's a... Uh, what is the tall one's name? Tallman. <laughs> Tallman. Now that Anna's not here, I forgot everyone's name but Belze's again. <laughs> I mean, I have... Ex- I, I think I remember... That's literally... Tallman's is the only one that I don't remember. It just did not stick with me when Anna said it. Yeah. Because we have... Yeah, because the lady is with Jean. Is it Juna? I think maybe so. Tall man. Tall man. Uh, I think he's the one who says if they stay with the Jakku King and like help him, they will have eternal life. But Belze's like, yeah, but we'll still be servants. Yeah, eternal life of servitude. And that's not what they want. And he reminds them that they are no longer what they were when they were born. And we finally get an explanation for what that means, because he continues to say that they have been drawing on the chaotic power of the field of rainbows that is, like, overflowing, and that has changed them in some way. Just like it's changed Precure. Yes, just like it, the Precures. Uh, <laughs> Wisdom has a combo where he says, you don't look that different, and uh, Regine walks over and, like, yells at him. <laughs> Poor Wisdom. They no longer need to worry about their Jakku King. For the sake of their freedom, they just need to get the power of creation for themselves. They're ready to fight the Jakku King. Yeah. How, how is he going to stop them if they get the power of creation? I know. Okay, I have a question for you. Because mm-hmm. we move to the school where a concert is being performed, but I didn't hear any music. I heard music. Like, it, it just... The scene, it didn't sound like they were actually playing, like, music. It just felt really weird. Like, I could hear, like, cheering and, like, from, like, the crowd, but it didn't really seem like they were playing music. Hold on, let me pull up that scene again, but I definitely heard music. Is it just me? It might have just been you. Hold on. Let me pull up the Santa episode. Yeah, I'm listening to it now, and it just sounds like cheering and clapping, mostly. Not like music is being performed. What time does it start? So I can just jump to it. It starts about uh, 8.28. Alright, I think I, I found it. 
No, there's definitely music. Yeah? It's like underneath all of the cheering. Okay, I guess I just couldn't hear it under- Like, I can hear, like, the drums going. And there's, like, a bass going, like, something like that, you know? Okay. It's just the cheering and clapping of the audience was just- I guess I just mostly heard that, so I'm like, it doesn't sound like they're actually playing music for this party. I would expect the music to be louder than the cheering, is all. Yeah. So the scene felt really weird it's at definitely first, there. as everyone was, like, dancing to this music I couldn't hear. Yes, because the school is throwing a Christmas party, apparently. Has your school ever thrown a Christmas party? Uh, possibly. I didn't go to basically any of my school's extracurricular functions. Oh, I cannot remember if we ever did anything like that. I know, I feel like the only dances we had were like homecoming and then prom. I'm just shrugging because I didn't go to any of those either. Uh, it's just, you know, it's, it looks like they're having a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I want to know more about this band. Yeah. I, I, I don't think we've seen this girl who's playing the drums before, and she seems really into it. They do look like they're having a good time. Uh, I'm sure their music is great I that I can't hear. It's fine. <laughs> uh, I would love to know more about them, but we don't really get anything else for them. Maybe in the future. We're sticking with this group for another season, so it's possible... We're going to get returning characters. I mean, they might be graduating this year. We That's don't know true. how old they are. We don't. But everyone's dancing. Even the principal is dancing. Uh, like, the vice principal comes over to also dance, and the uh, principal compares it to... Uh, okay, uh, I'm sorry if I say this wrong. Awa Odori, which is a traditional Japanese bond dance. Which the vice principal does not think it is, and knocks into him, sending him over to their teacher and this other guy, who I don't recognize, but I'm pretty sure she's also a teacher. The adults in the show, if they're not family or Akane, are very forgettable. I guess the teacher did have a whole wedding episode. Yeah. I don't remember her name, though. Neither do I. Nagisa just enters the dance with... Rina and Shiho, I almost forgot their names, which would have been wild because we've seen these characters for like 44 episodes. Yeah, but it did take 20 of them for us to learn their names. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I really didn't learn their names until like the Shiho episode of her quitting the yeah. class. <laughs> exactly. Uh,. I'm sorry for everyone who really loves this season, who is like, how could you forget people's names? Listen, I'd forget my own name. Hey, uh, Charlie, we're like 35 minutes into this recording and uh, not very far. We're like halfway into the episode, I think. All right. Okay, let's go. Let's book it. I'm sorry. Well, there's like going to be like a lot of stuff that's happening here in a bit. That's true. So Naisa shows up with her friends, and they go wash off to dance with people. And Naisa is also about to go dance, but Yue appears and thanks her for what happened. She admits that she confessed to FujiP, and FujiP rejected her. Uh, but she still seems to be in high spirit. And then Honoka appears. And Honoka tells Naisa, like, hey, 
Give Fujip a gift today. Yeah, it's Christmas. I mean, it's almost Christmas. It's not Christmas dress yet. And who should appear but Fujip and some guy? I'm calling him some guy because I also forgot his name. Is this the same guy as some guy? I'm pretty sure this is some guy because they make a comment later on that because they talk about they talk about the farm episode, and I'm pretty sure some guy is the same guy from the farm episode. Yeah, because no. No, it wasn't. Well, I, the reason I'm not sure is because he is, like, really excited about asking Honoka to dance. Listen, maybe he's given up on Cure Black and decided to try for Honoka. You know, he tried for Nagisa. That didn't work. Maybe Honoka would be better, even though she has some, like, unresolved feelings for Kiria and is madly in love with Nagisa. Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe he's just trying to give it his best shot. Yes, because... After we see Pongan like pop out of Nagisa's bag and starts running down the hall, we cut back and they are talking about uh, the choir competition first, and then they bring up the farm episode and mention that they are missing someone, which makes Honoka look really sad. Mm-hmm. Then they just like burst outside. They don't burst outside, but they like leave the gym to go play in the snow. Well, they go outside to get like some fresh air, probably. Yeah. And. And then Fuji-P, that boy, is like, I want to make a snowman. I see all this snow, and I just I want to get in it. <laughs> His friend's like, no, that's childish. And they're like, they're like 15. Get over here. It's not that childish. They're a snowman. So now you saw Honoka also appear. And uh, this is when some guy invites Honoka to go dance. And Honoka, you know, like, oh, this is a perfect opportunity for Naisa to talk to Fuji P, and she agrees to dance with him, so she goes inside. Uh, she doesn't say this, nor does she think this to the audience. This is you making connections for the character. No, she kind of, I, I feel like she has, like, this, like, look when, uh, he invites her to go dance, and she kind of, like, looks over at them, and that's why she says, yeah, don't you assume that's why she says yes to the dance? Yes, but it's still an assumption regardless. <laughs> that's true. She does not say or imply why she's doing this. It is all... It's conjecture at best. Yes. Maybe she just wanted to dance. We'll never know. <laughs> say you want to dance, don't you want to dance? Say you want to dance. And so Fuji P starts approaching Naisa... And Nagisa thinks that she's gonna ask her to dance. <laughs> Instead, he's like, what do you think of snowmen? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we cut briefly to Poland hopping down the hallway saying, I think he says Santa's coming? Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> as Nagisa is pushing the snowball with Fuji P, she realizes she forgot his present and his muffler back in the classroom. And mm-hmm. she, she gets all caught up in her romantic thoughts and accidentally says something out loud to which Fujipi is like, hmm? And she starts pushing the snowball by herself to, like, try, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Distract, I guess, from what she was saying. Uh, and she gets, like, this pretty, like, big snowball by the end of it. Yeah, it comes up to, like, about her waist, I would say. Yeah. Fujipi's impressed by this. 
in the gym, we see that everyone is starting to pass out. Uh, which is never a good sign when everyone. Yeah, it just it just happens. It just cuts to the gym and everybody just starts passing out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no like a shadowy presence. There's no like mysterious fog. It's just everybody passes out, <laughs> except for Honaka. <laughs> a relatable experience, you know. You go to a dance. You want to have fun. Suddenly, everyone's passed out around you, and you're like, "What is going on?" <laughs> because the forces of darkness have come and you have to go fight them. And you realize you're the only one who didn't drink the punch. <laughs> uh, outside we see that not Naisa and Fuji P have finished the snowman and it immediately turns into a zakena. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, it like moves its head. That boy's like, hey, did that thing just move? Oh man, I'm feeling kind of faint. And then it becomes a zakena. <laughs> yes. And then it, like, blows them with, like, a wind, a snowy wind gust into the school wall. Yeah, uh, I want to point out that Nagisa ends up in between that boy and the wall, like, to cushion yes. him. And then he still passes out. <laughs> I mean, like, he still got hit into a wall by a snow. Yeah, no, like, this is me saying that, that that she's still amazingly tough, even in her school uniform. She is amazingly tough. Definitely, you would want her to cushion his fall instead of the opposite. Mm-hmm. Uh, so after this happens, Honoka comes outside, and it's transformation time. Once they have a transform to fight this Okina, the snowman starts spitting snowballs at them. Uh, for a moment, I thought Fujiki was just going to get covered in snow. It does not happen. Then they pull off. He gets a he gets a little covered in snow. Yeah, it's like a blanket, but I thought it was gonna like cover his head. Hmm. Or like he was gonna be in danger of being like covered in snow or something. That doesn't really happen, which is probably for the best. Yeah. Uh, the pretty kids pull off a very cool move. They smash the snowman's head in, and then they like grab hands. And do I don't know what it's like called. They, like, spin All around. I know is that they are really, really close and holding both of their hands together, and they start spinning and drill through the top of the snowman. Drill. That's the word I could not think about as they they would they drill through the snowman to destroy it. <laughs> and then Belza is there. Yeah. Merry Christmas, he says. <laughs> uh, he asks where he is. He's also looking for Santa. No. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was a bad joke. No, it's a good joke. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) No, he's actually looking for Poland, who he says doesn't deserve the power of creation. Is Poland Santa Claus? You know what? Maybe Poland is Santa Claus. Young, full of magic, question- not human. Gives you gifts? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, everyone, Poland is Santa Claus. We have figured it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he comments that the pedicures have grown in power, but it's not just them, and he launches some lightning at them to send them into a snow. It, it just into the snow. I was going to say something, but I couldn't think of another word to add after snow. A snowbank. Snowbank. My brain. It, I'm very tired, everyone. 
Yes, that's that's part of why I wanted to to speed it up a little bit, because I didn't want you getting too loopy. Yeah. So Poland appears and starts to went over to them, and Belze is like, hey, do you really have the power within you? And he grabs Poland. And I thought he was about to steal Poland. And I'm like, no. Merry Christmas. <laughs> He's stolen Santa Claus, so no. But it doesn't happen, because... The Pretty Cures kick Belze hard enough that Poland flies out of his hands into the snow. And they get the Fitbits. Mm-hmm. It's Fitbit time. Because yes. Because Christmas is supposed to be more enjoyable, says Poland. I mean, I wouldn't want to fight evil guy on Christmas. I guess Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Oh, when he sees that they are about to use their big attack, he summons a new snow zakena and tries to, like, jump away. But uh, this does not stop them from destroying the Zakana and starting to uh, hit him. And he looks like he's about to like try and like hold off their power, but it it's too strong and he has to leave. And then, and then there's like a mysterious distortion in reality, I... a warp caused by the clashing of great light and great darkness. <laughs> this is what summons Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it is key I guess that that is true. That is Kingdom Hearts. No, doesn't that summon the Keyblade? Yes, the, the Keyblade, which is used to control Kingdom Hearts. Okay. Kingdom Hearts already exists when the Keyblade is summoned. It's already up in the sky. Just making sure I remember the Kingdom Hearts lore. When 13 pieces of darkness and 7 pieces of light fight, this will open the path to Kingdom Hearts. I wish it was Kingdom Hearts, because who should I appear in this weird distortion rift but Kyria? Kyria's here! Yeah. He He's not dead. Oh, maybe he is. He could be in hell. Uh, <laughs> it's very confusing. He shows up and he's like, hey, I was drawn here by the power of... Uh, the, the and I saw the warp, and I uh, wanted to get near the warp, so now I'm here by the warp. Uh, I just want <laughs> you to know that there's an oncoming darkness greater than anything you've ever faced. Uh, you need to be prepared. Also, now I need to leave again. <laughs> yeah, he just shows up, says, hey, what's going to happen next? It's going to be different than what happened before. I have to go, though. My, I left my stove on in My hell. work here is done. <laughs> He's gone. Uh, Honoka tries to run over to him, but he's gone by the time she gets there, which is sad. Can you imagine if you're not a boyfriend crush dude got sent to darkness hell and then showed up randomly in a distortion to give you a warning? I think that's the plot of Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> like the first one. Huh. Yeah, you know what? Maybe Pretty Cure Kingdom Hearts is the same thing. I should go read some of that fanfic we found. <laughs> yes! Yes! Okay. Well, let's finish this episode first before we start talking about fanfic again. Uh-huh. Uh, so, once that is done and Kyria is gone, we see that Naisa and a passed out Fuji P are sitting on a bench. Naisa has returned his muffler She's talking to him while he's unconscious, saying, like, oh, I re like when you're around me, you get put into danger. Maybe I should stay away from you. 
And then the lights in the tree start going on. Well, first a tree appears, and then also it gets covered in Christmas lights. Yes, and it gets dark out. Mm-hmm. And, I, and then Fuji's pee's unconscious body slumps over onto Nagisa's shoulder. And the fairies are like, we did it. Yeah, me, uh, Mipolin and Polin are hanging out in a room somewhere and they're like, hell yes, we did it. Mission accomplished. <laughs> we have set up this romantic scene, even though one of them is not awake right now. It's fine. It's fine. We, it is fine, I guess. Everyone wakes up on the gym, and Fuji P also wakes up and sees that he's wearing his muffler. Nagasa is still there. She has waited for him to wake up to thank him for giving her the muffler. And he actually remembers seeing this tree with this Christmas tree with lights. But just assumes it was a dream because there's not a yes. tree there anymore. Yeah. He says this very good line of, if it was a dream, I wish you didn't have to wake up. Like, damn, dude, gonna kill Nagisa, saying stuff like that. He then says Merry Christmas, and so does Nagisa. And we catch to Nagisa and Honoka walking home. And she has apparently shared the chocolate with Honoka instead of Fuji P. I just assume she gave the chocolate to Honoka. Yeah, gave the chocolate, shared the chocolate. She probably gave the chocolate to Honoka. I mean, chocolate is her favorite food, so maybe she ate it herself, <laughs> too. But I, I just, I wanted it to be, oh, I made this special gift to give to someone for Christmas. Yes. It's probably more of that, probably more, I didn't give this to Fuji P, so I will give it to Honoka, who's also very special and important to me. Mm-hmm. And... Ah, she mentions that's that. That's, yes, that is. I, I have one last note uh, that says that she says that she already got her present from Meeple in Poland. It's talking about the uh, Christmas tree dream thing. Mm-hmm. And yes, that is the episode. And next episode, we finally get to see the choir competition, which should be fun. This long hinted at. Yes. We waited episodes upon episodes for this competition finally you're here everything is on the line now in this the final competition (laughs) uh i'm excited to see because don't they sing the opening or is it the ending no they sing the ending song okay they sing get your love love mode wait is that the name Mm -hmm. of the ending yeah get you the love mode so i'm very excited to hear them sing it for their competition. But that's the episode. That is all we have to say. There's nothing more. We have a guest next week again. Yay! I'm very excited. Okay, I'm tired, so let's move into the plugs. Alright, let's speedrun plugs. <laughs> if you want to talk to us, you can find us at Prepod Engage on Twitter. And if you want to talk to me, Charlie, you can find me at Magical underscore Pride. My icon... My icon? My icon is now a cat. Uh, if you want to hear more of my voice, you can go listen to Otherware at Otherware Pod, where I play Phantom the Nomad. Or you can go listen to Apex City, where I play Settle the Star during the Bronze Age. You can also hear Cassidy's voice during the Silver Age of Hindsight, and just listen to Apex City in general. You can also hear me during the first two or three weeks, I can't remember how many weeks it was, in October, on Tabletop Roulette at Tabletop Roulette where I was in Remembrance. And that is all I do currently, so take it away, Cassidy. 
Uh, you can find me on Twitter at MadLobotanist. That's M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T. I do other shows such as Kids and Their Dog, Excuse Me, Movie Review and Recap Podcast, which you can find at Kids and Their Dog on Twitter. I also do RNGG, a randomly generated game design podcast, which you can find at RNGGcast on Twitter. I've guested on some other shows in addition to the ones that Charlie brought up, such as uh, Loser Like Me at Loser Like Me Pod, which is a Glee show, and Home for Wayward OCs at Wayward OC Pod on Twitter. And that is it. That is our episode. So, until next time, we need your help, Meepo. The myth most associated with him is that he is a baby at the beginning of his year, but Baby New Year quickly ages until he is elderly, like Father Time, who he is often associated. At the end of the year, very rarely is the Baby New Year depicted as any age other than a baby or as a very old man. Some stories, especially those with depictions of years past, will have him bearing a strong lightness to key events in his time. At this point, he hands over his duties to the next baby New Year, while he either dies or remains in this state and retires. <laughs> I'm stopping recording right now. <laughs> I'm starting my recording now. No, no, no. <laughs> Who could it be? This animal that I did see. Can you help me solve that mystery? System. Subumafu? Yes. Okay. I, w- I wanted to say Subumafu, but I didn't. I didn't want to say the wrong name of the show. <laughs> be wrong. The the prequel to the Wild Kratts. Gosh, I used to watch. I've never seen the Wild Kratts, but I used to watch Zoomfu all the time. I have also not seen the Wild Kratts, but it is on our list of things that could be a magical girl show. That's wild. Do we have Zoomfu on there? No, but Wild Kratts is like them in power armor and stuff. Hold on a sec. How is this a sequel to Zoomfu? I don't Kratt remember. <laughs> I'm so confused. The Krat brothers are the guys from Zabumafu, like the two adult men. Okay, but why are they in power armor? <laughs> because they have to save animals. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. You I know feel what? like it's all very straightforward. <laughs> I don't see what the issue is. <laughs> you know what? It. Very simple and obvious. <laughs> You're right, how could I be so confused? It's very simple. <laughs> yeah. Right. In the power armor lets them get animal powers. Okay, so it's like a is what I'm piecing together oh. from these images that I'm looking at. This is such This is such a weird, like sequel to Zubumafu, which was like about animal facts. Oh, do you wanna see something that's gonna be even weirder? This image is really gonna throw you for a loop. Yeah, uh, yes, please show me. I, I want to see it. I'm ready. <laughs> Why? Why? What is happening? <laughs> well, she's got a Dr. Octopus backpack. The blue ones become El Tigre. I don't have an explanation for the green one. I don't like how you can see their faces. Like, I guess the power armor, like, transformed into, like, animal forms, but, like, they're inside of it, so are they yeah. human? It's weird. I don't like the way it looks. It's I don't like it. Can't What's say. the problem? I don't like the human faces. 
I don't like this human face in the body of a deer. <laughs> She's a little weird. <laughs> we should start our podcast. I'm gonna put this at the end of our podcast. Okay, sure. This, I'll have this to. Talk, let's talk we'll about see if, We'll see if I can find something funnier to put in the, at the end. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> I guess we'll have to start the podcast first.